Greetings and welcome back to Burning Locks. Today is Sunday, February 17th, 2013. This is episode 3. Uh, we're, we're getting up there in years. I have been your host, JC, uh, with my buddy Rick. Hello. And we are here to give you a weekly dose of Guild Wars 2 talk. So, without further ado, we'll jump right into the what you've been doing. So, what you've what been, you been doing? doing? Well, this let's see. This week, I didn't just been doing my dailies during the week, but on the weekend here, I've gotten some good playtime in and uh, got in several dungeon runs, mostly COF runs, and got my gift of bell gift of the bellfire for my legendary, which I'm way far away from ever getting. But at least I got another gift, so I'm a little closer. Um, did some WVW on my Guardian for the first time, and that went extremely well. Really liking the Guardian in WVW. Um, ran COF a couple of times, too. So, really got in the dungeons, got my monthly done, which allowed me to get enough laurels and buy my first Ascended piece. So, actually, it was a pretty uh, active and successful week for me. I made some good money, too. So Nice. Feeling good. Very nice. Uh, yep, for me, it's world v. world, as the usual for me. Uh, I know last night we had some fun with your guardian and my thief who I went uh, back to condition spec and clear out some camps, just the two of us. It seemed to work quite well, actually. Yeah, the, the guardian's ability to pull everybody in and then you can just flip around them and drop your caltrops and bleed them all down. It worked really nice. Yeah, it worked really slick. I started working some more on my mesmer today. I, I did all of weaponsmithing, so she is now level 50, and she will probably be my third level 80. Wow. I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm looking at serious builds for her. Yeah, I'm getting near having that third book to unlock on my traits and get my traits set up. It's you passed me. My, my highest third character is only 31. <laughs> well, I, was pa- I was past you, and then, in all fairness, when I had my second 80. Because I had my ranger at 80. When my ranger hit 80, my mesmer was 31. Oh, okay. So, and then I have a warrior who's 35, and my guardian who's 21. So, <laughs> <laughs> all the Muscle rest personalities. <laughs> Altaholic. Mm-hmm. All, all my alts, though, I did uh, all the ones that weren't any significant level, i.e., less than level 10, uh, mm. got remade into different races now because I. I'd like to see some of those other things. Um, made a Norn, I made a, a Surin, and I made a Silvari. So, you get a little bit of all their stories. No longer just playing humans? No, no. As much as it would be fun to go through and know every option, it's a little tedious in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you can only do uh, Queensdale so many times. This is true. So, so Yeah, I got two humans. My... Uh... My ranger is a is a uh, Norn. Actually, I got three humans, but I guess my my thief is a human as well. So, but I haven't made. I really, I made an Asura. I played that for a little while and just couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't stick with it. <laughs> I just like them for the cocky little d bags they are. It's kind of funny. Their comments <laughs> to each other and stuff in the storyline is pretty fun. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, with my crafting too this week, I I maxed out jewel crafting. So now I have three max professions. 
between my 280s. And I got artificing up to like 250, so I'm getting that close to done as well. Yep, that's that's one I want to get done now because there is an outside possibility that I'm going to go after the Dreamer instead of Incinerator. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the, the new the new Rainbow Unicorn animation is really freaking sweet in my opinion. <laughs> Although there's someone on either Henge of Denravi or Gom Gates of Madness that has one. And I, being on the receiving end of that, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen it on the you've seen it on the receiving end, huh? Yeah, yeah, and and the way it makes me feel makes me want to do that to other people. <laughs> you feel like you've been beaten up by a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, well, we we've had some news this week. Uh, bit more elaboration on the Flame and Frost, the Gathering Storm patch. Uh, a few things. Uh, Spirit Watch, the new structured PvP map, got a reveal trailer and a uh, blog post about it. And it seems it's going to be a capture the flag style map. And when there will be an orb in the middle. And what we were asking last week, if, if you like stealthed, you're going to mm-hmm. drop the orb. If you get uh, downed, you will drop the orb. So, uh, no OP thieves. No, 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 no more. Like, God, God, that would have been just wickedly overpowered for thieves to do. And mesmers. So, uh, yeah. You're going to have the orb in the middle, and you take the orb to one of the three capture points. And the capture points will either be controlled by you or your opponent. If it's controlled by you, you score 30 points. Nice. If it's controlled by your opponent, you'll score 15 points and make the capture point neutral. Instantly. Oh. So there, there will be some, there are some benefits to taking it to an opposing capture point. So it'll be really interesting to see. And there was some clarification on the carrying of it by Tyler Bierce on the, uh, He's one of the devs from ArenaNet on the message boards, on the forums. Uh, he said the orb does indeed drop when the carrier becomes down, and there's a 15-second window where it can be picked back up by either team. If neither team is able to pick it up in those 15 seconds, it's going to respawn back at the start point. So, hmm. yeah. It sounds like it'll be a... <laughs> New adventure for those who like the PvP. Yeah, I, I'm Should be fun. I'm always digging cap the flag stuff. That's always fun because it it kind of centralizes the battling. Mm-hmm. Where, where when you have the conquest type stuff, yeah, occasionally you get a good centralized battle over one point, but there's usually you got half the team running around trying to cap points and the other half hanging back at the points that you have capped. So it really kind of spreads everything out. Mm-hmm. We're in a match like uh, capture the flag type thing. It focuses everyone generally on that one piece, the flag, and or in this case the orb. And you get a lot of good uh, back and forth fighting over that orb. And I like this 15 seconds where it'll be able to be picked up again because then it becomes like one team will down them. Then it's a mm-hmm. point of just defending that area and either having someone at the spawn point waiting where you just want to let it respawn and someone grab it. Or you try to pick it up. Yeah, and just try and push them off of it and pick it up and get out of there. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm looking I'm actually looking forward to trying this map when it comes up. 
different strategies, different ways to do it. But um, yeah, it sounds like it would be a nice change of pace for people to give them a different way of PvPing. Yep. And you know, still it's still solo, still you know, single v- PvP, still battling the short small groups, but uh, a little different. Mm-hmm. Change it up. Change it up. Give it. Give it a different objective, a different twist. And the map looks gorgeous. It's all Norn themed with the with the spirit statues of Raven and um, Bear and all those around it. That's just really pretty. To be expected from Marionette, they do a fantastic job with the graphics. Yep. The whole game has looked beautiful. Oh, next item of business on the discussion line of topics. Wow. That's a really bad way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, also with the patch, um, they did announce this week that one little, not a major improvement, but a, a little nicety added for players is that you will now be able to preview the way items look in the trading post without oh, having to buy them. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time coming. Yes. Again, a nicety, not a big change to the game, but something that what was much needed. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of. It's not like you can't go online and see what things look like, but it makes it nicer that you don't have to. Yeah, it was. It's one of those things that MMO players have just become accustomed to, mm-hmm. and being able to any piece of armor anywhere, be able to click on it and get a preview of what it looked like. I don't know how many times I get a new sword or something looks pretty badass, and it's like, oh, you got to see this, and I link it in guild chat or party chat, and mm-hmm. whisper it to someone and say, check this out. This looks so cool. So. It's just, it's just, you know. I mean, I, I understand developers kind of like to have that surprise of the way things look, but it's like, you know, no one's going to spend a significant amount of resources to get an item without checking out what it looks like online first, anyway. So, yep. you know, why exactly. not make it a little more convenient for your player base? Which, you know, Arianet's always been real good about. Make the game fun, not a grind. Yep. Keep the so players that, inside the game too. I mean, what you don't mm-hmm. want them all tabbing out of the game if you can avoid it. So that was that was a nice little ad that I saw come in this week. I'm still waiting for them to give us the ability to sort searches by armor type. Oh. You know, light, medium, and heavy. Yes, please. That, that please seems like a simple functionality. Even if they just gave you a way to sort out things that your character couldn't equip, because you get the little message when you arrow over, you get the little pop-up box, and it says, you know, not equipable by your class. So it should be easy enough for them to filter that stuff out yeah. if you didn't want to see it. Be but, a checkbox next to the uh, show only available that would say show me show only equipable. And just check yeah, that something. Like, and you'd think that'd be an easy fix, but for some reason they haven't built that in yet. So that's my hope for the next one. Yep. <laughs> but I do like the ability to preview. Yes, I'll definitely. give them credit for that. Definitely. And this last Thursday, uh, being Valentine's Day, Marina and I got in the mood and had their love is in the air. Uh, mini update basically to the gem shop you could buy a bouquet of roses red dye packs and the self-style hair kits went on sale for 20 percent off oh how nice and you see any <laughs> did you see any of these bouquet of roses around lines no, or I didn't. they're actually pretty funny because uh i didn't i didn't end up getting one but i was on the receiving end of one of the abilities which puts a bouquet of roses in your hands so oh, how sweet. <laughs> Somebody gave you roses. Yep, and then it allows you to throw in. And that stays there for like two minutes if you don't put them down. But you can throw rose petals at people. You can throw a bouquet that will that people can catch and use themselves for two minutes. Um, 
I forget what. The, oh, uh, one of them allows you to lay down in a bed of roses. So there, <laughs> <laughs> there were some interesting screenshots circulating around when that first came out. Naked char laying in beds of roses. <laughs> Slightly disturbing. Uh, that's Arianet for you. They come up with some really unique things around the holidays. You know, they didn't do a big Valentine's Day event, and it's not the kind of holiday where you expect one, but yeah. uh, they still come up with something nice just to give you a nod of the head to the holiday and change something, change something up, make a little money for themselves, too. You know, what, I'm, too. what I'm really curious about are, are these dye packs, these holiday dye packs. They did one for Halloween, and they did one for the Karka event that went along with the Consortium Colors. And did they do one for... Winter's Day? I think uh, they did. Quintel, yeah. But I'm, I'm just curious how much they sell, because they did a red dye pack here. Why wouldn't you just go to the trading post and spend a few copper on a cheap red or pink? <laughs> and some people are collectors. They want to have everything, and when there's something new, they're going to have it. Yeah, I suppose. So, yeah, they, that, their prerogative. Nope. Not me. I, I haven't spent any money on dye, any real money on dye packs pretty much just uh, hope for drops in the world. I've gotten some decent ones, but nothing that nothing that's excellent. But my characters look okay. I'm yeah. happy with them. <laughs> well, after a while, you know the colors you want, and you just go look for them and buy them off the trading post. But I mean, yeah. Well, my guardians, my guardians, like my main now, and I'm still using the matte color and the black that comes right at the start. So uh. <laughs> it shows you how cheap I am. Yeah. When it comes to buying stuff. If you come across it, white gold looks really cool on metallic armors. That's what I have on my Guardian right now. It's a neat, neat light gold color, like bright gold. Hmm. So it's, it's different from antique gold that you get at the start. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it, it's shiny gold. It's like C-3PO gold. Hmm. So I don't want to stand out, though, especially if I'm playing World v. World now. i got to <laughs> use darker colors. Greens blend in. Yeah. I blend. I'm the blend master. Mm-hmm. By by shrubberies and attach them to your helmets. <laughs> now that I got my uh, my COF runs this week also resulted in me besides getting enough tokens for my my Bellfire gift. I also got uh, the gloves for, from the COF gloves that have the fire on them. Nice. So my guardian's now sporting those. They cool. actually match the suit uh, the rest of my armor pretty well. Yeah. I kind of darkened up my armor with the one I got them because it just looks cooler in black. Yes, very <laughs> much so. Very much so. Uh, Wednesday, there was a maintenance. Um, maintenance. They took the servers down for maintenance for four hours early in the morning, our time. And when they came back up, people were missing achievement points. They had gotten, gotten rolled back on achievement points and some achievements. And uh, it's a bug. They know about it. It is a bug, and Stephane, I'm sure some people lost their heads over it. <laughs> yeah, there are probably quite a few people that were up in arms on the forum, and Stefan came onto the forums and actually made a post. It says our teams are investigating the bug that occurred after Wednesday's maintenance, and it is causing some achievements to display incorrect numbers. We will be deploying a fix for this bug in the build for the Flame and Frost, the Gathering, the Storm, coming at the end of this month. Thanks for your patience. So they know about it, and they are fixing it. You just gotta, you're just going to have to wait until the 26th. <laughs> Be patient, player base. Yep. I know I, I, I can lose it when I, I think there's a bug out there that I think needs to be fixed right away. Achievement points 
don't concern me so much, it's, which is surprising because when I played WoW, I was more into achievements. But Guild Wars, I haven't really tracked my achievement points that closely. I know generally about where I am, but I'm not like down to the point. I'm starting to get there as I do these crafting professions and all five points pop up. I start thinking, oh, how many more crafting professions do I need to do? Because I, I think I have I have four done. I have leatherworking, huntsman, weaponsmith, and chef. Wow. I have those four done. So working on some more. It's, it's an easy way to level, guys. Like I said, I got ten levels on my mesmer today by doing that. It's... It is if you if you got the mats and or don't mind spending the money to get the mats. It's a it's a good way to level. Yep. Ah, uh, so the next thing, and I think I believe this is the final thing we're going to talk about. But this will this will be a oh no, there's one more little thing after this. Uh the Iron Man challenge has surfaced in the lands of Tyria. Uh, something mm. similar was done towards the end of. Um, Cataclysm in World of Warcraft, but this has been brought to us by Breakage.6428. Um, he is sending this out there for anyone that would be interested in doing an Iron Man challenge. The rules to the Iron Man challenge are as follows. White gear only. So, or less, I imagine, if you want to use a gray knife or dagger or something, I'm sure you'd be cool with that. But white is the highest level gear you can have. It's basically what this means is you're going to get all your gear that you'd ever equip from vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no other gear is allowed. No drops. Even if you get a drop that's green or blue. Nope. Can't use it. Just take that stuff and sell it right away. Uh, no crafting. So no free 10 levels like I got today. Uh, the whole idea behind this is to have go out there in the world and accept the challenges that Tyria throws at you. No sitting around spinning a wheel getting levels. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Keep going. Uh, The next one is no traits. Um, Wow. Yeah, this this one makes me go, oh my god, really? But but, hey, it's it's Iron Man. You don't get to be Iron Man by being soft. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay uh, between Iron Man and just being completely insane but okay <laughs> yeah uh, real adventures don't need traits don't even buy the books that's what he says I just use the silver on stuff that would be better while spending it on which I don't know what that would be because most stuff is outlawed that you'd spend the silver on <laughs> yeah this is true You can't, if he's not allowing you to buy anything then what's the point okay <laughs> yeah exactly uh, no dungeons or fractals uh, he feels they give too much experience, and they can be grinded. So that's uh, another significant... All the, It seems all these large chunks of experience that you gain when you're leveling, you go, oh, I could go do that. It gives me a lot of experience. Uh, he's kind of eliminated all those. He wants us to be very much... Just to be. out grinding in the world. Yep, a challenge. No grouping with other players that are not involved in the challenge. So if you had another buddy that was involved in the challenge, that's cool. You're both running around with white ep- white weapons, white armor, no traits, stuff. That's all good. But buddy comes in decked out in level 80 exotics, no. He's got to stay away from you. That's kind of a tough one to hold to, though, because, I mean, the nature of Guild Wars, when you're just running around, random people are going to be around 
you're not necessarily going to be grouped with them, but they're going to be there. You, you can't avoid everybody. Yeah. And I suppose there, there may be a little bit of gaming the system through that. Um, it is unavoidable or, and unintended. It is, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try and avoid the help as much as possible. But you're going to get some. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's any way you can avoid it all, no matter how, if you try. Even if you try. Yeah, exactly. You have Joe Schmo come around and see you fighting a veteran that, because you're in white armor, is going to take you 15 minutes to fight. He's going to come in and wax it for you. Yeah. What do you do? I guess you can't intentionally seek out help. Yes. If somebody happens to wander across you, you can't. You're not eliminated from the Iron Man challenge for it. Yeah, that that probably be the best way of putting it. Um, no story missions. Again, a lot of experience for these things. Uh, he yeah, so asks that you don't do them. Um, seems seems like a pretty bland experience to me so far. <laughs> no dungeons, yeah. no story missions. Yeah, but it is it is what it is. I mean, it, it's intended to. You're basically going to just have to go through the zones and. Hard quests, pretty much. Yeah, that's about your only way to do it. Kill, kill, grind, and do the hearts. Map completions mm-hmm. are probably about your quickest way to try to level that way. Yep. Uh, following the lines of only white items, it says no using items acquired by a main. So if you have a level eighty character and they have some lovely stuff in the bank that might help you, don't use that stuff. It's it's, it's cheating. <laughs> no world v world or pvp um pvp is completely separate from the game so i don't know why that's there necessarily uh world v world makes sense you can level really fast if you just end, in a, end up in a zerg in world v world you can pull two three levels a night easily um no food potions or any other on-use item that affects your character so basically no buffs, no experience gain, potions, foods, anything like that. Mm. Yeah. No <laughs> no cheating. At the end of the day, this is for fun. Um, that's debatable. <laughs> to show your skills. <laughs> yeah, how much fun this is going to be. But. Yeah. And remember, folks, cheaters never prosper. And the very last rule. It's only cheating if you get caught. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. But you got to live with that guilt if you do it. And you make it all the way to 80. The very last rule, and this is the rule that puts all these other ones, makes them all kind of make at least somewhat sense, is if you die, you delete your tune and restart. You have one life to do this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Good luck, gang. <laughs> yeah, anyone that feels like accepting the challenge, go for it. I know there are I some mean, people that have done it. I, I, may, uh, I don't know. I probably won't. I, I know I started in WoW and got to about level 10 and went, this sucks. I can't equip anything I got in my inventory. Yeah, I know. I mean, part of, part of the fun of MMOs is getting new gear and getting yeah. getting all the collectibles and all the fun stuff. And I, I understand some people like a challenge, but that's, that's I don't want to say it's impossible, but boy, it's going to take a very unique person to, <laughs> to, to complete that and not die once. I mean, Guild Wars makes it so that you don't get penalized for dying, but yeah. you uh, you get your little you know, armor penalty. No, well, that's your little armor penalty. But I mean, you die. You get overwhelmed. You get in a bad spot. Sometimes you get just caught up in an event that happens to start up when you're in the wrong place, at the wrong time. Yep. Through <laughs> so no fault of your own. I remember playing through that. And while your playstyle takes on a completely different 
Like, you have a different mindset when you're playing in this. Everything becomes the hugest threat in the world. <laughs> you're level 6 and there's a level 7 bear. You don't <laughs> you don't tempt the fates. So you go find the level 5 boar. Kill him, so... Uh, that's an interesting thing, anyone that's looking for something new and different to try with in the game. Uh, if you do take on this challenge, let us know. Let us know how far you get, uh, what level you hit, and when you finally kick the bucket. Uh... I wouldn't make it far. I'd die. <laughs> I'm te- I'm tempted just to try it with one of my like my engineer or something who's level two and just re-roller and go ahead from that point. Um, Best luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I probably won't. Things become very different when you play that way. But if you are playing that way and you want to let us know, uh, you can email us at burninglocks at gmail.com. Uh, let us know when you kicked the bucket, what level you were at, and how far you got, and what you thought of it. Was it fun? Was it fun? Did you? That's, that's the ultimate thing. Was it fun? Did you enjoy it? And if it was, would you do it again? Because <laughs> I remember that very first time I went on a roller coaster that I went upside down. <laughs> didn't want to go, didn't want to go, didn't want to go, didn't want to go. My dad got me on the thing. Went on it. We got off it. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. That was so cool. That was fantastic. So much fun. My dad says, do you want to go again? I said, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done for the day. I'm not going on that one again. So. It was cool to do once. Yep. That's kind of how I feel about this. Thankfully, I don't feel that way about roller coasters anymore. They're just way too much fun now. (laughs) (laughs) Our last item this week is... ArenaNet announced that they're having a community meet-and-greet. And never before have I wanted to so badly live in Seattle. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. Going to Seattle Sounders game would be something special. It would be fun. Yes. It's really fun. That would be. Dude, okay, that's it. Field trip. March 1st. <laughs> that's that's opening weekend. Does Seattle play at home? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I couldn't get off work if I wanted to. Yeah. Oh, that's a Friday. Yeah, it's month end. Oh, yeah. Damn. Counting sucks. Yep. <laughs> but Friday, March 1st, at the Tap House Grill in downtown Seattle, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., devs and the community management team is going to be hanging out, answering questions, uh, shooting the stuff with fans of the game. Um, there will be a raffle and refreshments, and being the fact that it is at a bar, it is regrettably 21 and over. So if you're not 21, sorry. You have to sit this one out. If you are going and you're hanging out, um, email us. Let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll get in contact, see if there's any questions we can ask of the devs. Hmm. Although they are yeah, really... If you find out any juicy tidbits, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, this will be after the Gathering Storm. Whoop, after gosh. Phase 2. Yeah, this is uh, going to be prime time. On the first World v. World reset. Oh, that's right. The new big... That's why the big World v. World patch wasn't coming in February. Because they're having this meet and greet. They're all going to be down at a bar. They didn't want to have the poop hit the fan. (laughs) And have no one there to correct it on the first reset night after the patch. Oh, conspiracy theories. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Well, that that should tie everything up for this week. Uh, Do you have anything you want us to discuss on the show? Or 
you want to give us any suggestions or constructive criticism, you can do so by emailing us at burninglocks at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at burninglocks. You can tweet at us ideas, things you'd like us to discuss, things you want to talk about, ask us, anything like that. Go ahead, tweet at us. We'll respond. Um, We'd like to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. Let us know you're out there. So, I have been your host, JC. He has been Rick. Still am. Still is. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time. Yeah. See you then. Fear Not This Night was written by Jeremy Soule and remixed by Plasma 3 Music. No copyright infringement is intended. Thank you.